0: Like so, for the little kids, you know, you're gonna get at least like he's gonna put three in his three of his uh, standard yeah. measurement of marshmallows. These little kids are gonna be able to put a hundred piled up on top of each other. Be perfect. A hundred. How big is this cup? Well, you empty the cup. You a little bit of hot chocolate. <laughs> you, a hundred. So and then, yes, so we got plenty of hot chocolate. We have coffee. We've got Santa.
1: Santa pictures. Free Santa.
0: photos. That's you got to right. bring your own camera. Well, we could take a photo I text you your picture yeah you know we got Santa all this has happened between four and popcorn four to six four to six and if we go back to a rinse for events we'll end up with something else we got quit going to that place <laughs> we had popcorn was not even in the picture until we saw this amazing popcorn machine so they'll get you I'm like we're gonna if they have a cotton candy machine though that'd be legit that would be legit that would be – I mean, you guys have like a carnival atmosphere.
2: Right? I know. <laughs> I know. Next year, you just See, wait. The, we'll shut down the whole road. we have a
0: Dunkin' Booth and everything there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you
2: guys have a good Thanksgiving?
1: Mo? You know what? In the grand scheme of things, yes. Thanksgiving so was be great. Uh, Talk to me. <laughs> yeah, the, the only incident is we, we went to Cary, North Carolina, to visit my sister, my, my brother-in-law, my nieces. And uh, so Cary's about six hours from here. Is uh, that
2: where the one of the casinos is at? Or Am I thinking of? I don't think so. Cherokee. Think about North Cherokee. Okay.
1: Yeah, no. Cary's right by Raleigh. Oh, long, Raleigh long way or, off. Yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. six hour drive? The Triad. Yeah, so we yeah yeah the um, uh, so we left at uh, what four in the morning four thirty in the morning All on right. Wednesday, Duh. and turned back around Thursday night at seven. Yeah. So it was a. Uh, it That's was a, a short tough, trip, tough turnaround. but it was amazing. Why I mean, did you do this? Well, we had an incident at the house. Okay, yeah, some dogs, some dogs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dog incidents, dog incidents. Yeah. So, uh, so nice. yeah, so it was, that but it was fun. But it was fun. I mean, like my nieces are just growing up so fast, and uh, yeah, so it was, it was great, great, great food, great time with family, even though it was short. Uh, but it was, it was a great time.
2: Turkey? No, no,
1: no turkey. Oh, turkey! I thought said Cherokee. Oh, yeah, we had turkey. Oh, yeah, we had turkey. He didn't
0: have my turkey, though. Did you guys host at your house? Yes, we had uh, all the, not all. We had a good majority of the nieces and nephews stay the night with us on Wednesday night. Like, I think we had 11 there. Plus uh, our old foster boys, um, Nathan and Kratos. So we they all came over Wednesday night, cook out, played some games, watched some movies, stayed up late, that kind of thing. And then, uh, and then we hosted Thanksgiving the next day. Ton of fun. We had uh, two awesome. turkeys. I started my turkey at three a.m. Three a.m. had two. Now one of them was twenty-two pounds and one of them was seventeen. The recipe said it was like eight hours. Is what is what a lot of the people that left the notes their reviews and stuff. Mine was done by ten a.m. I was not happy, but wow! So you yeah. had a while to wait. Yeah, but it turned out it was good. Had a great time. Good. great time seeing people seeing family i love thanksgiving enjoying yeah i mean we just Me hung too. out I enjoyed each so other much. big yeah. fan i'm actually super excited about our new our cousins trip coming up though we are going amy and i we have a cabin and we've invited the cousins up for three nights in pigeon forge right before christmas that's gonna be fun that's gonna be fun that's gonna be exciting exhilarating will this affect the golden life's broadcast schedule Maybe. We'll, we'll do a FaceTime. <laughs> we'll, we'll go live on Facebook, okay. social media. That's going to be a ton of fun. Did you do any Black Friday shopping?
2: No, I, I worked there. Uh, we had uh, football, so oh. was we were at my uh, sister's cabin in Ellijay for Thanksgiving and then came back Friday and did some prep, did some more uh, film and research, and then we had the game broadcast the game. and a mm-hmm. couple of, uh, you know.
0: Which was you, not a very big game. I mean, they – State that, quarterfinals, I would say was a pretty big no, game. No, I'm saying like a big game, but I think it was well into the understanding that they were gonna be they were gonna win. I don't think the competition was there. Like, well, it, like it's gonna be tonight.
2: Jenkins uh maybe not the best team they've played in the quarters in their history. Thank that's you. true. No uh, comparison coffee and to Cass coffee. Cass was a big was a big game. Um Cass just couldn't get the offense clicking. But coffee's real good. So Tonight's and, the night. Tonight's a big a big one for Carlos. Tonight's Carter, the well, big, big one. Big game. So
0: in the weather too.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, both teams are already run-oriented anyway. This mm-hmm. maybe even makes it more so. Who knows? Yeah. But it uh, could be a little sloppy. I think about going. It is artificial turf, so it's not going to be like, you know, a mud bowl or right. anything like that. So
1: not
0: like uh, the good old days. But still, you, man, that turf and in, in, in it's, gonna be it's messy, wet though. is yeah. going to be s- slick. Yeah. And coffee. something else. you call else. the game? I did
2: last week Do you for call, Matt. Are you calling tonight? No, I'm not. Okay. Matt is Matt's doing it with Don tonight. So I am going to be with my wife, perhaps listening.
0: Oh, big shout-out to my boy Reed Isel playing tonight. Oh, nice. You know, I grew up with his parents, and big shout-out to him. Hope he has a great game. Shows out. He's the one that uh, – He's had a good season. He's the one that robbed it from Cass. Remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. Got that interception. He's got a nose for the football. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great ball player, and better yet, a great person. Great kid, too. Is he a senior? No, no, yeah. Lord, no. He's a sophomore. Oh wow!
2: Yeah, yeah, should be a great crowd too. Have heard that Coffee is bringing four. Uh, last I heard, was four buses full of fans. Wow. Oh, Coffee's bringing it. I'm uh, sure. With um, I don't know if you've been to Coffee County no. before. No, I have. Um, Their whole population can fit in four buses. <laughs> well, not quite, but I would say. Um, have you seen Friday Night Lights, like the movie? Yeah. Yeah. About Permian, you know, Odessa and all that, West mm-hmm. Texas. Yeah. The a- the football program, definitely a lot of the identity of the people is wrapped up in right. the success yeah. of the football program. Wow. It's a big I don't know if Billy Bob Thornton and Tim McGraw are coming on that bus, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to rule it out. It be, but it should be an awesome atmosphere because that's what you want in a absolutely in a huge. You know, it's a semifinal game. Let's pack right. the visitor stands too. Let's make it intense. Let's right. you know have it be good. And Jenkins out of Savannah last week, and it was Thanksgiving too. But you know, they didn't bring too many folks. I'd say less than a hundred probably. Yeah, that were right. able. To, it is a that is a very long drive. So I'm not. I'm not disregarding that, yeah. but uh, it's going to be it's not going to be a repeat of that tonight. Coffee is bringing a lot of folks. Coffee up, is so. bringing,
0: up. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I talked to uh, a few of the cast folks that I spoke with that were at the game. They they had a lot to say about coffee. So they're big, yeah, yeah very they're phys- big, very physical, very physical. Which you know, Cartersville can bring it too. So let's go for it. You know, excited. So no, it's you exciting. didn't. You didn't participate in the 9.8 billion of spending on Black Friday. None of that makes up your
2: I don't believe that I did. Uh, uh, not not that day. Um, well, that week I did. Does that count? No.
0: Yeah. I think it actually that does counts. count. It counts. Cuz I bought my was uh getting some stuff for my wife. Cyber Monday.
1: Cyber Monday was insane. That was too. my day.
0: 12.4 billion. <laughs> Most of it represented 1% of that <laughs> on our podcast. I'm like, "Come on, bro. Not 1%. That's a little steep." You when know,
2: we drove back fractions. from J on Black Friday morning, it was like mid-morning, so I guess they'd been at it for a while. But let's say it was like maybe 10 or 10.30 in the morning we are coming back from L J and on 575 to the outlet mall in Woodstock. Woodstock yeah. So, and then we lived down closer to Bells Ferry where we where we turned to go to our house. And that entire, well, I don't know what that would be, six or seven miles, the whole thing was, was bumper to bumper. Are you kidding me? The whole interstate was shut down going northbound trying to get off at that exit outlet, to go yeah. to the outlet mall. So somebody's spending money. Oh, wow. somebody's spending money. Plenty yeah. of people were trying to get in there. Mm-hmm. Get some Black Friday whatever. I, I mean, mean it, it was bonkers.
1: It that's insane.
2: That's only one mall. That's only my personal right. anecdotal experience, but it was Yeah, when you hear It
1: nine, was slammed. Yeah, when you hear 9.8 billion dollars of spending in basically one day, one weekend. I mean, that's a lot.
0: Followed by 12.4 on Monday. Right. That's, right. So Let's go baby. You know, it's Christmas time. Soft, soft landing. <laughs> best anyway, best USA month of the landing. year.
1: Best month of the year. S&P at 9%, Nasdaq at what? 11. Mm-hmm. I mean almost 12%. I mean, it was an amazing amazing month in the market this year. I mean, sorry, this uh this past month, November. And uh yeah, I mean, and even this year, right? S&P at almost 20%, Nasdaq at just about 40. I mean, it's been a it's been a nice rebound from you can know, you believe that last year
0: like number one i can't even believe it's december already can't believe nonetheless it. with all that we have experienced this year i can't even believe that the s&p is where it's at yeah you know and uh in the nasdaq that's insane mm-hmm. you know hey what a great time for you guys to to pause and like check and see where you're at for the year yeah make sure you're capturing the opportunity that's out there you know um yeah
1: and if you know if the if you know, the, the, some of the ooh, some of the data reports from this past week, right? I mean, we're seeing peace, core PCE what a uh, th- uh, three point five
0: percent, uh, with down uh three point three percent, three percent, three percent, three percent.
1: Yeah. So you know, it's inflation is cooling down. You know, we're 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 starting it's to pretty see, encouraging, pretty encouraging. Um, Tell that
2: to my grocery bill.
1: So see, Andrew and I were talking about that, we were talking about, about this. this morning. You know, even though inflation, you know, according to these metri- metrics are, are go- is going down. I think every I think the consumer is seeing on a day to day basis that you know suffered you know obviously gas has gone down, but probably your day to day expenses are still much higher than they were last year. Food costs are ridiculous. It is right. ridiculous.
2: I'm I'm, sorry. I am sorry. It's just it's absurd. Grocer- I, grocery and going out to eat. Both. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. I read. Um, I was reading this earlier this week. Four point eight percent drop in price of energy from last year at this time, but an increase in food at two point four percent. So, yeah, you're right. The reason you feel it is because it's not, that hadn't slowed down. And, you know, core PCE, which is like literally the, you know, that's the primary metric that they consider. It is near the Fed's 2% target at this point. I mean, I think it's eight months now that we've experienced like 0.3% or less in core PCE. So, you know, they're getting close to that number. But, you know, we often talk about will we actually see a retraction back, you know, to, to what things were before. I, you know, I would say not, I don't Mm -hmm. think, you know, pricing is going to come back that far. And, and the truth is, is we were talking about real estate, even before we we came on this show, you know, pending home sales have fallen 1.5%. But the question is, 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 is home sales falling because people's inability to purchase or people just being patient? And when you look at unemployment, you look at, you, you look at wages um, you look at the, the uh, level of wages, not the decrease in wages in general, mm-hmm. um, you know, I would believe and kind of come to the conclusion that people still have the ability to buy homes. They're just being patient, right. which poses the question, you know, when uh, you know, we, we believe here probably Q, you know, back half of Q2, Q3, that rates begin to, to, to pivot and come down, are all those people waiting to buy? They're still in a position to buy. So then, what happens to the market? You know, now you got increased pressure. Mm-hmm. Now you got increase, you know, uh, competition on on housing pricing, and house, housing pricing begins to drive up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna. It's just interesting to me because I don't actually feel like some of the stuff we're seeing is because of people's inability to afford right. it, so much as it is they're just being patient, especially with real estate.
1: Yeah, I think even some homeowners may be, you know, stubborn to drop their uh, the house the, the price of their homes too. You know, if if you feel like you know people have a, an emotional attachment to their house, so if you feel like your house is worth X and you refuse to drop it down, you, you're in a good in, you're in a good interest rate environment in your own personal house, and you're saying, you know what, I'm just not going to sell it, take it off the market, and then wait for things to shape up in my favor. And so we we haven't experiencing we haven't experiencing that that big shock of a decrease in value of homes, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people were expecting. Because uh, you have, you know, a good amount of people
0: that are still in sub four mortgage interest rates. Well, and and like you're saying, with with the drop of one point five percent, it's crazy to me. It's a it is the record low dating back to two thousand and one. Mm. Okay, so to see something historically so severe, but yet to feel like it doesn't actually have a massive impact. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something disconnected there because, right. I, you know, I, I wasn't in business right back in 2000, 2001, 2002. Um, so so I don't know what it looked like, you know, being the provider for the home and someone trying to take care of my family and my children and what. But I would have to believe that, you know, if I was talking to dad back in, year, you know, year 2000, 2001, 2002, when things were really struggling, you know what I mean? Um, and you go into 2008, he would say, oh, gosh, this is everything's good compared to that. You know, but yet this data supports such a severe decrease in pricing. So, yeah, I, I, it's so interesting. Yeah, to see where it goes from here. You know, prices cut. My opinion, you know, demand shoots right back into place. Yep. Yeah, pricing leaps. Andrew sells his house, (laughs) picks up on the eighty-five. Still on the market. Yeah. Yeah. Still on the market. You know, but, I, you know, to most point, we're kind of like everybody, you know, probably like the person he's describing. So be it. You know, it sells, it sells, it doesn't, it doesn't. Am I eager to drop the price? No, because I'm not eager to sell either. I don't, exactly. you know, whatever. If it sells, it sells, so be it. And if it doesn't, we have a beautiful home. We'll stay right where we are, you know, until we find the right time and the right moment to move.
1: Yeah, you're a perfect example of what I was just saying. Yeah, right. No reason, to, no reason to drop the
0: price if, if you're in a good position. He just said I was perfect. That's all That's I like, heard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's all I heard. It's on tape. Yeah, it's on tape. Can you cut the rest no, of it that out was, so yes I can just was, yes, that was that, AI.
1: that was artificially uh, <laughs> AI. I, I did not say we that. can make that a button. <laughs> yeah, you're perfect. You're perfect. You're perfect. Oh. We
2: have a button for Mike on the uh, on three and out on Wednesdays on our sports show. Do you? I said it. Mind of Mike.
1: <laughs> like, I want one of those.
0: Buttons. Oh man, Mo. So. We've had some uh, some legends uh, pass away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Munger. Charlie, have you have you watched any of that interview? His last interview, I think it was two I weeks have ago. I not. No, he was a him. legend, though. He was a legend. He was. He was a legend. He Warren was Warren Buffett's uh, right hand man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he his interview definitely. If you guys get the time, you got to you got to take the opportunity to watch it. He he had an interview at his home. Literally, I mean, it was two weeks ago. And the interview over uh, over an hour long and just a wide variety of questions and conversations and about his life, the economy, politics and just, you know, he's kind of hard, you know, in his old age, it was kind of hard to to understand him, But if you can just focus and listen to what he has to say, it's it's pretty brilliant. Mm. It's incredible. You know. I was new as him right away because of how big his eyes
2: looked behind those yes. enormous yes. glasses. <laughs> that was like a cartoon where uh. you're like someone puts on in a cartoon, and you're a little kid. They put on glasses, and their eyes, their eyeballs get real big. <laughs> I mean, he was the act like the living version of that. Yeah, like, his eyes behind those enormous <laughs> glasses would be, and uh. Uh,
0: he knew his stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know some of like some of the intellectuals, if you will, of our time. Um, when you listen to them speak, they say brilliant things, but oftentimes it's so simple, like simple, yeah. Like, and and listening to him talk, he was talking about he was posed a question about you know some of the driving uh, rules, if you will, that he's abided his life by along and over time, like where they came about, you know, what are the truths that he bought into and believed in, and uh, one of the one of the statements he had is when he was. At his grandfather's house, you know, and, and, and I believe he was two days shy of reaching 100, Charlie. And so, you know, this is way back when he was a little child at his grandfather's house. His grandfather made a statement to him that stuck with him forever. And the statement was, was son, when you get the opportunity to approach the, the pie bar, when that opportunity comes, you get, get a slice worth getting. And, and he turns it into this lifetime vision of opportunity, and he basically says, you know, living through the Depression and, you know, so many economic challenges, what he's come to conclude is that a man only gets a few opportunities to visit the pie bar, and when you do, make it count. Take advantage of the opportunity, get the biggest slice you can get. And and make it worth it, and I am like, oh, so simple, but yeah, so simple, yeah. When you when those opportunities come, and he's right, you know, opportunities they don't come often. Yep, you know, life changing opportunities, and when you when you see them, you know, and oftentimes we don't even see them, you know, because we're n- until, we're not in a place to, you know, maybe work through the opportunity mentally, emotionally. Maybe we haven't put ourselves. We've made dumb decisions financially, mm-hmm. and so the opportunity arises. We can't take advantage of it because we're stuck in a, you know, stupid vehicle payment of a thousand dollars a month or something. You know, ridiculous. Like, you know, those opportunities come, and when they do, you got to be you gotta ready. Hop on it.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of ai uh, don't know, I don't know who said it, but uh, I think it's like luck favors the prepared man. Right, and so the more you're prepared. In your in your case, when those opportunities do present themselves, you're able to take advantage of it because you were prepared for it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I've never heard that. I've never heard uh, that story from Charlie about Charlie, but that's a great that's a great story. He's
0: also he's also famous for telling uh, his partner Warren Buffett, and this was way back when. And and she poses this question to him too, but um, he's famous for also making the statement: write your obituary while you're living, and then live according to the way it's written. So write your own obituary. And then live that out, mm. basically, and um, and so he's he's asked that question as well in the interview. Is you know, the way he would have wrote his obituary when he was younger, is it the same that he would write it today? And and he answers, I won't give it out because it's 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 really good. Just take the time to go watch it. Oh, oh, okay. All right. I don't want I don't want to rob the thunder. Yeah. Anyway, watch it. Yeah. So, but a legend, for sure. A legend, for sure.
1: Yeah. A legend, legend, for absolutely.
0: sure. Absolutely. Certainly a legend in investing. That yeah. Yeah.
2: Absolutely
1: the case. Yeah, and, I mean, value-based uh, value, value based investing. You know, that's one, mm-hmm. you know, never overpay for a company. You also hear a lot from, uh, I mean, it's just
2: a, something people say, diversify, diversify, diversify. And guys at that level, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that isn't true, but mm-hmm. guys at their level, like um, Buffett you know like half of his holding is just an apple mm-hmm. so, i mean yeah i mean i guess that's diversification. <laughs> well also it's also like good, he's holding a couple of monsters and he's not right. gonna you it's know. a
0: good that's a good point yeah it's yeah. a good point point. and listen in the economy that we've lived in this year alone it that we, that you know it diversific- wears itself out true
1: yeah diversification didn't really help this year it hurt you it hurt you a lot you know. this year i mean if you look at you know i guess in the s&p was that is that what almost 20 percent for the year um, if you bought a growth fund, mutual fund, right? I mean, the fact that y- you'd never have a, a mutual fund that has 40% Apple in it, right? No. You'd never have a mutual fund that has, mm-hmm. you know, 25% Nvidia in it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it just wouldn't happen. They'd be very diversified. Maybe at the most, 10, 12% of the mutual fund had uh, one of those uh, big seven, uh, magnificent seven in them mm-hmm. at that level. But that this year, I mean, if you weren't heavily, heavily in the, you know, the Magnificent Seven, you probably had a good year, but didn't experience the type of
0: growth and performance that we've seen in the, you know, the S and P and Nasdaq. Right, exactly. You know, and and obviously it rolls back to to one's willingness to and ability to accept risk. And Charlie, you know, he made the statement. He said, you know, if I'm honest with you, uh, we could have made Berkshire Hathaway. 3x what it is today. It would have been simple. And his response to that when she was questioning him about it, he said the reason we didn't is because most most of our original investors could lose, I want to say he threw out the number of fifty percent, could lose fifty percent or maybe more of their entire portfolio value, original investors, and still would have made an incredible amount of money for the time that they've been with us. But the recent investors, it would have been a major impact. And so weighing out the amount of risk, even though we knew the opportunity was there, but the valley could be somewhat severe, we decided to stay away. Um, But both, you know, Warren Buffett and I truly believe that we could have made this thing 3x what it is today. We just Mm -hmm. didn't. If it was our money, we would have, you know. Wow. But, yeah, I think you're right. You know, I think... You know, investing is, is different than what it used to be. Fixed income, we've hounded on that quite a bit. You know, it's not the way, it's not the hedge that it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, equity investing, buying large cap value, all very important, but being conscious of where the opportunity is. It, it's a different world in the markets. Right. And the opportunity's there, but you got to know how to get to it.
1: Right. Going back to taking advantage of the opportunity, I mean, we're looking back almost a year ago at last year October October lows. Everyone keeps talk, keep, keep talking about last year's October lows, and the opportunity was there yeah. for a lot of people to, you know, stay invested, even increase your investments. To um, you know, when you have a company again, I'll, I'll go back to Nvidia, down almost seventy percent.
0: Mm-hmm. Tesla, there MP. it is.
1: You're right, that's the opportunity right there. And those who really took advantage of it, staying in the market, staying invested, doubling down, adding more to their investment uh, portfolio for what we're experiencing this year—that was the opportunity. We see a lot. We saw a lot of people taking advantage of the opportunity in 2008 uh, with uh, the real estate crisis. Right. You know how many people bought foreclosures? How many people bought their first rental property or second rental a property? A lot. Yeah. And when the when the housing market recovered. They took advantage of it.
0: They took advantage of it. Yeah, but but you know, like we're talking about, when you get the opportunity to approach the pie table, it you does. know, the pie bar, you got to get the slice. But to get the slice, you got to be ready. You got to be available to approach it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the opportunity's got to be there. So your due diligence with your cash flow today, your wisdom, your your discipline, your obedience to to a good fundamental financial plan today is what's going to tee that up to set up generational wealth. If that's your goal, right? right? But even if it's not generational wealth for you and your your children and grandchildren, maybe it's maybe it's an opportunity to to gift wealth mm-hmm. away. You know, there's a lot of people in this community here in Cartersville, right. in this area, in the state that have been blessed with the ability and the gift to think and to build companies um, and and to really create machines that produce tons of cash flow. You know, and their goal may be. To gift and so be it. Yeah. What a what a great opportunity. It's a great you opportunity
1: know. this weekend across yeah. Point City Church. That's exactly right. All right. All to him. Um first first uh uh opportunity to give with your stored resources. So those who are uh and to support the commitment. And to you the made. commitment that you made, right? That's so.
0: a that's a interesting book. We we have to dissect the, the, the book that was given out that night. I'm almost done with it.
1: Yeah, yeah I haven't started
0: yet. Yeah, I started yet? Yeah, it's yeah. worth a read. Yeah, maybe we break it down in a, in a future show. Why not? You know, yeah, why not? So we we took a break from the uh, we do we do definitely still have one more subject to cover when it comes to long term care, aging American, how to resources to gather. Um, so because you know we wrapped up Thanksgiving, this is the week after Thanksgiving. We wanted to postpone till next week, but we're going to come back with you know financial um, vehicles, if you will. That are things that you should consider when you're trying to figure out how can I prepare financially for this, uh, you know, this event that affects 70, 80 percent of Americans out there. Right. So,
2: guys, thanks so much for being here. Golden Life 2.0. Get back into that long term care discussion next week. And uh, remember, I guess the uh, maybe the overriding theme this week. Make sure you're there for the ride. And when it's your turn. Enjoy it. Take advantage of it. Get that pod. That's why I stay exposed in the market. I don't want to miss the ride. You don't want to miss it. Fear of missing out. I don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. I want to go.
1: You don't want to miss our podcast either. This show is a podcast as well. So if you want to look, listen to old episodes, uh, just find us on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, wherever you mm-hmm. are. The Golden Life, you can listen to us. Well, and as I Voice. do on Apple. There you yes.
2: go. We'll, uh, we'll be back next week. Again, Asset Management Group and Golden Life 2.0 call andrew and mo 678-792-5855 that's 678-792-5855 and if you'd like a hot cocoa and maybe a quick visit with andrew and mo during the christmas parade or before the christmas parade you can go over to uh, 102 north bartow street suite 100 here in cartersville chuck's old spot a greenhouse 102 north bartow street suite 100 here in cartersville Enjoy the Christmas parade guys. Looking Absolutely. forward I won't be too far from you but can't I can't really move during the parade cuz we're on we you know we're doing the the TV filming, the video filming so I'll be uh but you'll be in my heart.
0: Thank we'll, you. Thank you. We're we'll yes. just like Phil Collins. We'll have somebody yes. run a coffee for you or a hot
1: chocolate for you. Oh, that would be lovely. We'll do that. Big or, big or small marshmallows, <laughs> I, 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 won't, I won't argue with that. Thank you.
2: So have a great one, guys. We'll be back with you next week. More Golden Life to come every Friday, 9.05 here on WBHF Radio. By the way, that Christmas parade for you listeners, that is coming up this coming Thursday, December the 7th, right here in Cartersville, put on by the local Exchange Club. Back with you next week. Don't forget, tonight, starting at 6 p.m., it's Countdown to Kickoff at Scott's Walk-Up Barbecue, the Glenda Mitchell pregame at Scott's at 6 p.m., State Semifinal Football, Coffee County, and the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Have a wonderful Friday. This has been the Golden Line.